And thanks to the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll keep it running for you. Just before you have to bring in your vehicle to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, Dan will give you uh, some idea of what might be wrong with that uh, that vehicle. Good morning, Dan. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to be here. I uh, was listening to you guys, you and uh, Steve. Thanks to Steve Thompson for, for helping as I was heading to Baldwin, Wisconsin. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad you had us tuned in. So oh, absolutely. Were... Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was almost called to ask a question, <laughs> but we had other things to do. Monitoring us, being sure we did it right. You always do it that right. Way. Uh, call us or text us. If you uh, are familiar with the show, you know Dan uh, stays with us till about 745. So don't wait. If you do have a question, a car, car care question, call us at 651-989-9226. You can certainly text Dan at 81807 if that's uh, easier. But do it now. Don't wait. We'd like to help you out. I was uh, thinking, looking at that forecast, Dan, and turning on the air conditioning, maybe in a car that, that I don't drive as often. Uh, and I thought, there's something wrong here. It doesn't seem to, it, it doesn't, I may have to have Dan look at the coolant level. Uh, if, if somebody hasn't used their air for a while, whether they drive it a lot or not, what, what could be wrong if it's not cooling? Well, that's the, you know, the, the right uh, answer is it's probably the refrigerant, not the coolant, but the refrigerant. Oh, and, did I say coolant? Yeah, you said yeah, coolant, yeah. but the refrigerant. And, uh, you know, over a, a period of many years, it's quite common for the air conditioning system to lose just a little bit of that refrigerant. And oftentimes that uh, has to be, uh, you know, recharged. And the process for doing that is we evacuate, take all the old stuff out, clean it, filter it, and uh, dry it, and then put it back in uh, and to the full proper level. And in the process of filling it back up, makes it operate efficiently. And then uh, the other thing that happens quite frequently is, I don't know if you've noticed the cotton flying around this oh, time of year, time. but it's, uh, it's ridiculous, actually. Well, as you can imagine, that gets stuck in your, uh, you know, your, the air conditioning condenser, just like it does on your air conditioning unit out, outside your home. Uh, you know, the air forcing through the condenser of, uh, in front of your radiator uh, catches that cotton, and as it catches it, it starts to dam up, and eventually it you know blocks mm. a good portion of the airflow going through that. And at that point, it uh, it you know makes the air conditioning way less efficient. And in fact, if it gets plugged enough, uh, the pressures can get so high uh, in the air conditioning that it actually just it causes it to shut it off. You know, it, well, it has safety pressure switches, and uh, if the pressure gets high, it shuts it off. So. That makes it work inefficiently also. How do you clean that off? I know you guys do that. Well, we do, uh, although, you know, some in some cases it's nearly impossible yeah. to get in there and clean it out properly. And in some cases it, uh, you know, you, you almost have to replace the components because in the process of trying to clean them, uh, you can wreck them. You know, that if it's got those little cooling fins. Yeah, they can bend. Right, <laughs> and as, as you try and clean them, you bend them. And, and if it gets packed in there enough, it just won't come out. And, and there's nothing you can do to, to get it out uh, so that it, the air flows through it properly. Remember, you and I were talking about this several sh- shows ago, several years ago probably, uh, about getting in there with a garden hose if you can. But I found it almost impossible to even angle yeah. the hose in behind the radiator <laughs> or whatever to they, clean it out. You know, they've invented some tools, a wand-type thing that we can stick down oh, yeah. in, you know, in front of the between. Because the radiator is, is behind the air conditioning condenser, so you have to get between the two. 
And uh, the radiator gets plugged also, which is another <clears throat> repair that we get into where the uh, radiator is plugged enough where it actually causes the car to overheat uh, on a really hot day. So same thing. It's just clogged up. Air won't flow through it. And if air won't flow through it, it won't work. So. Now, what about, uh, we're talking about, if by the way, if you want to call in your car care question, 651-989-9226, uh, we've cleared the lines. Uh, send a text if that's easier, 81807. We'll grab some of those in a moment or so. Uh, besides the uh, the refrigerant being low, uh, what what uh, what issues will like with uh, cabin filters can be with somebody who maybe smells that you know mildew? Yeah. Well, any filter, uh, just like your furnace filter at home, if you ignore it long enough, it will get completely plugged, and uh, you know that's one of the things in your house in your home that causes your air conditioner to quit as the furnace filter gets plugged, not enough air flows through and it actually causes it to freeze up. And so something similar happens with all of your filters in your car. The cabin filter, as it starts to plug, it gets, you know, more and more plugged. It catches more of the debris that blows through there. And in that process, the the airflow into the car becomes very inefficient, very little airflow. And of course that causes it to, to not cool properly. So and and you're right, the cabin filter on these musty days when it gets uh, filled with that organic debris gets pretty stinky. Yeah, it does. And so do yourself a favor and uh, freshen your car up by changing that cabin filter regularly. That's a a good thing to do. Speaking of which, Tony and I yesterday um, did that very thing in the vehicle he drives, Mm -hmm. which is, and some vehicles are very easy. You open the glove box, you open this door, you take out the old one, you put in the new one. This one you have to remove the glove box. You have to do this and that. So it took us a while. He figured it out. Uh, and the easiest uh, uh, thing we've done is uh, replace the uh, air filter elements. Right. Some cases I need Dan to do that. <laughs> but this you know, case we didn't. They do not make them easy to get no, out, do they? No. In this case it was. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what I was going to ask you, oh, speaking of cabin filters, uh, the one we replaced – the old one we threw away was a charcoal embedded one. Mm-hmm. The one we put in was not. Right. Is there a big difference as long yeah. as we change them? No, not if you change them regularly. Right. Okay. But the you know the charcoal is is uh, designed to to freshen the smell, to mm-hmm. give it a fresher smell, and to kill the organic uh, stuff that happens in the, in the filter. So I you know good, better, best charcoal's better. But, okay, uh, but uh, the the good is just fine as long as you change it frequently enough. It'll it'll be just fine. And this vehicle is not driven a lot, right? So yeah, whatever. We yeah. have to take a break, Dan. We have more show to come. Uh, call us or text us if you have any kind of a car care question. You want to talk with this guy? He is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul on this Saturday morning. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Law here with uh, Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Uh, Paul. Accepting your phone calls. If you have any car or truck van issues, call us or text us. Uh, 651-989-9226. Text, meanwhile, 81807. Keep in mind, Dan will be here till about 745, so don't wait if you uh, want some help. Call or text. Um, I mentioned Lloyd's Automotive, but folks that don't know where you guys are, where are you located? Well, we're right on the avenue where Grand Old Day was last. Uh, How'd last that go? Year. It was fabulous, yeah. actually. It was uh, uh, as big a crowd as I've ever seen. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, no, I think it was great. I didn't hear the numbers, 
but uh, I'm sure they were. You know, they were struggling. I, I you, know. You heard the reports. They had trouble getting this going, but I think that they were blessed with, like, a perfect day, and uh, and so I think it turned out just great. But so anyway, yeah. uh, Lloyd's Automotive is at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right in the heart of all that, right between Lexington and Victoria. Uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call this morning. I think Nick is there, uh, 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll get you that number before Dan leaves us today, To Call or text your car care questions. I see one line is open if you want to fill it. Uh, here's a text, uh, a 2011 F-150. I suspect... Texter says, the blend door on the heater slash AC is stuck in hot mode. What is involved in repairing it? That comes from Paul from Cologne. Yeah, well, I hope, Paul, that the that the that there's a little servo mortar that runs each of those doors. They're all operated electronically nowadays. It used to be cables, but now they're electronic. And what we hope has happened is that, that a little electric servo motor has failed and that it's stuck in the... In the uh, uh, hot position, and um, if that's the case, the servo mo- motor most often can be accessed pretty simply and and uh, from the outside of the heater box, and uh, and then replace it. Simply replace it with a new one, and and you'll be back in business. What we hope did not happen, though, is that that blend door, the actual door that that moves in there between hot and cold, has broken somehow. And if that's the case, that's a, that's a big problem because the then the whole heater box uh, that houses the air conditioning evaporator and the heater core and all of that, all the doors, that whole box has to come out, which, of course, is behind the dash, which means the whole dash has to come out. And it's a very, very large job to do that. And uh, oftentimes to replace that heater box is pretty expensive. Really? So bad news is we replace those heater boxes pretty often do you <laughs> yeah so it's Ouch. that's a pretty common problem but those are the two things that you'll be looking for and and the two things you can plan for all right dan let's go back to the phones ron i believe is calling from uh, white bear lake hi ron what is your question for dan hi dan uh 2018 ford f-150 with a 2.7 and yesterday uh, it's got very low miles on it. it's only, only five thousand. my backup camera went out and i on the little screen, I get a like a magnifying glass look. Haven't had a chance to look in the in the book yet, and I thought I'll just give you a call. Yeah, well, uh, the, you know, there, obviously there is a real camera back there. Uh, very few miles on the car, but uh, there's a chance that the camera itself has failed. Um, um, there's a chance uh, if 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 that's not the case, if it doesn't just come back to life, you'll probably have to bring that in and get some help. But there's a chance that it can be. The whole, you know, that the system can be reset if there's a code stored in there or something. There's a chance that the system can be reset and get that to, to clear up for you. But, uh, but you know, you might want to check your warranty. That might be something that that uh, carries an extended warranty on it. And is is uh, if it does get to be the camera or something, that can get more a little more expensive. So you might want to get some help on that if you can. All right. Good luck, Ron. Thank you. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Uh, Peter's calling in from Coon Rapids. Peter, you're on CCO with Dan. Hi, good morning. Um, I've got a 2008 Silverado that's presenting a code for a vapor canister mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed. I'm wondering what is it to fix it? Well, it's part of the emissions system. It's it's uh, 
uh, when you're filling your car with gas or when the car is sitting under certain conditions, the the all of the um, vapors from the gas tank uh, need to be that system needs to be sealed, and so it tests itself, and your vehicle failed that self test. Something's not working correctly, and that's why you have the the check engine light and and the code that's stored in there. The charcoal canister that you're talking about when you're filling the car with gas, of course, air needs to come out, and as the air comes out, it's filtered through that charcoal canister. The vapors are captured in that. And then when you start the car at some point, the the car will allow that those vapors to be purged out of there and clean that, that uh, canister again. And anyway, that's that's part of, the, of your system's not working correctly. And, you know, very commonly we replace those vapor canister. That may very well be what's wrong with your car, but I would recommend that you bring it in and, and uh, have it checked <clears throat> because the, you know, oftentimes the, the codes that are stored in a vehicle are only enough information to get you in trouble and put you down the wrong path. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think you should... Uh, you should probably bring that in and get bring a little it help on it. But oh. but I think you can expect that it that, that canister will need to be replaced, and it's back by the gas tank. Okay. Dan, hang on. We need to take a quick break here. We'll be back with more. Call us or text us your car care questions here on CCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your questions, your car care questions, by phone and by, uh, by text. All right. We've got uh, a bunch of text messages I don't want to forget about. Let's see. By the way, the text number 81807. Dan is going to be here for about, oh, another eight minutes or so. So don't wait. Uh, here's one. Uh, when uh, you're, you are driving down the road at a pretty good speed, is the radiator fan still pushing air forward? It seems the airflow would be working in the opposite direction. In what direction does that uh, fan flow? Yeah. No, the, the fan is uh, most commonly behind the radiator. And it flows in a direction that pulls the air through the radiator. Oh, so, so it is yes. na- a, a, yeah, the you proper. Are, you are not fighting the air as you're going down the road. And, in fact, uh, as you're going down, especially the highway, there's enough air flowing through there that the fan doesn't need to run anyway. So you okay. know, the, the, the motion of the car has uh, replaced the operation mm-hmm. of the electric fan. Are there still fans in vehicles? I remember years ago, sometimes you'd shut off your vehicle and the fan would continue to run. Yeah, that, that still happens. It does And, uh, you know, there are still vehicles, not many, but there are still some vehicles that run off the drive belt. The cooling or the fan runs off the drive belt, which means it runs all the time. And the reason that they switched to an electric fan is just for that reason that uh, – you know, that's energy inefficient to have that fan running all the time when you don't need it to be running. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. All right, another text says this, who's thinking about uh, purchasing a new small SUV. They named a couple of brands. I've heard, Texer says, there are concerns with, quote, turbo engines. I don't know what turbo engines are. Are there concerns? <laughs> so a what tur- is a turbo? Well, a turbocharger takes uh, it pressurizes or takes air and pressurizes the intake manifold and it adds horsepower to to the vehicle at, you know especially on acceleration and uh, I don't know if you've driven it oh I know you've driven a turbo vehicle Dennis Denny but they're uh, 
they're remarkable. I mean, that what they can accomplish with turbos is unbelievable. Do they kind of reburn the fuel or something. What, what's no, the deal with it? No, that? they they're driven. It's it's a, a fan in essence that uh, that pressurizes the intake manifold, and they're driven by exhaust. Oh, a turbocharger is driven by exhaust. A supercharger is driven by a belt. A belt. Yeah. Okay. So that's the difference. But uh, but they're driven by the exhaust, and uh, they've gotten very very uh, efficient and effective and. Um, Good news is they work really well. You'll be, uh, you'll love the fact that you have a turbo. The bad news is it's one more component on the vehicle that that yes does need attention from time to time, and and it's a moving part, and all moving parts break. Uh, so, you know, it's just one more thing to to deal with. But I would say that the <clears throat> trade off is well worth it. You know, many 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 cars uh, never have any trouble with their turbos at all. And some cars, uh, you have to replace a turbo, and in some cases, it's a horrendous job. Is it to replace a turbo? But but they can. Uh, some of these turbos, the way they put on these little four cylinders, can add quite a, a bit of zip to the. Well, engine. you know what? Somebody just called uh, earlier about a F one fifty pickup with a two point seven liter engine. Yeah, and the only reason they can get away with that is because it's turbo. Because it's turbo, and it yeah. still has plenty of power. All right. Um, okay. Good. Thanks for the text. Uh, here's another one that says, let me see if I can translate this. Uh, my air conditioner was put on a few days ago, was driving down the road for several miles, worked great. Couldn't, I'm not sure what they're saying. Cold is blowing all of a sudden. It totally, uh, when, when it, it turned hot, so I turned it off. This winter, the defrost worked fine. I heard that's connected to being part of the air conditioning to keep it running all winter. Do you think I just need to get it recharged is a question. Maybe, although what they're describing is what we talked about earlier. If there's not enough air flowing across the condenser, the pressures get so high that the car protects itself by turning the air conditioning off. And I wonder if that's what what is going on. But at any rate, yes, the answer is to bring it in and <clears throat> tell your shop that you're having trouble with your air conditioner. The process is going to start with recharging the air conditioning and checking the level of the refrigerant. And and then another part that they're going to want to check is to be sure that the condenser is not plugged and that your cooling fan is, in fact, working. If your cooling fan is not working, the air conditioning won't work either. Oh. It'll overheat and, and, uh, and turn it off. Turn off. Yeah. Right. Texas says, I'm in the dilemma of a sizable repair or buying a new car. They have a 2012 Impreza. Now needing fifteen hundred bucks repair, they're looking at a uh, CRV. What would you do? <laughs> well, a twenty twelve Impressa is certainly worth more than fifteen hundred dollars. So, yeah, uh, I don't know the condition of the rest of the car, but uh, what I tell people when they're making a decision about whether to fix their car or not, and and I'll point to the car and say, well, for if you could buy that car for fifteen hundred dollars, would you? Yeah, and of course the answer is always yes, and that's how we get our work but 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 it's a good question and it's it's the right answer if you'd buy it for $1500 then you should uh, go ahead and repair it because otherwise you're just going to somebody else is going to buy it and fix it and drive it for a long time so <laughs> right. you might as well do that yourself if you like the car i mean yeah. if you want to get a new car go ahead there's you know there's lots of reasons to get a new car uh money's not the only part of the choice right. it's, it's a, does it fit your needs and is it what you want and and all that. But if you like the car, I think that's certainly well worth fixing. 
A lot of heat AC questions today, Dan, uh, naturally. Here's one uh, text in 04 Yukon XL. With the air conditioner on yesterday, started blowing hot, hot air. We turned it off ASAP. What's wrong? Possible price quote. Thank you. Love the show. <laughs> well, it's the same answer that I've been giving. It's either low on refrigerant yeah. or their air is not flowing through it properly or or something like that. You know, there's the, those, air, uh, those pressure switchers that I'm talking about that protect the vehicle. They fail from time to time, too. So that's another thing that could be wrong with it if, a, if one of the pressure switches isn't working right. Uh, we replace those quite frequently too. So, okay. But there's, you know, if you're having air conditioning problems, there's not much you can do for yourself because uh, you don't have the gauges and you don't have the, you know, what you need to do it. So uh, most shops are really good at air conditioning work. So uh, if you're having trouble, bring it in and, and uh, they'll get it figured out for you pretty quickly. And then you can decide what you want to do about the repair. Give me a 20-second answer, Dan. And we've had this before. Does Dan have an opinion on extended warranties on newer used cars? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's an insurance policy. So if you like insurance, if you like insurance, how insurance makes you feel, uh, that's great. If you want to be self-insured, then don't buy it. Uh, I don't buy them, but I get my cars fixed a lot cheaper than most people. That's true. So, you do. Yeah. You know somebody. Right. So I, it, at the end of the day, if you never buy an insurance policy, you'll win. But, but on that catastrophic repair... Yeah. You need it. So or you want it. If you want to sleep better at if night, you want, you to, want to do better. that? Yeah. Right. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Give us a call. We're at 651-228-1316. You can come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Very good. I'll see you next week. Uh, uh, Nick next oh, week. Oh, Nick is coming yeah, to be in next Nick week. Nick. All right, Dan. Right. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right.